Like when, when you're watching a podcast and they talk about, oh, I use such and such Henson shaving. Or yeah, well, they, or they like talk about the like the podcast world. They talk about the effectiveness of the love live ad reads. So yeah. instead of having like uh, just, a just a pre-recorded read, ad, yeah, they'll do the they'll make the podcast or whatever, read it in their attitude and yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, pretty entertaining. So okay. um, my vision was to have a stack of ads for gemstone lights, yeah, but written in the tone. Of famous people, oh. so like mine was going to be about gems and lights, but in the in the tone of Macho Man Randy Savage. And the other one had I had one for Yoda for you. <laughs> I am such a bad actor. I watched. Uh... You just read it. Oh man. Okay. What do we think? Do you like that idea? <laughs> yeah. That's. I'll do it. I mean, with. this is what this is about. It would be fun to have like if we have a stack and just random ones every time. <laughs> yeah. We can just get a ton of them, put them in there, like cue cards or something. And so I got the like. I'm trying to model it after shows that I really enjoy. Yeah. And one of the best show, best shows that I saw was Norm McDonald. I love that guy. So good, like one of the best. Did he have ever. a podcast? No, he had a he had a uh, like a YouTube. I think it was on. You get him on Netflix though. He's okay. Got interview shows. Yeah. And he interviews him with the guy, this one guy, I can't remember his name, but he's part of the, the uh, laugh shop in LA. But they have all these bad jokes that Norm writes and he makes the, his guests read them. <laughs> and they start laughing. Like, they're just so bad. And, and so, like, really fun. That's, that was my idea. I don't know. I don't know if I feel like reading like Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> I, I don't think I could do Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. No, let's see, I think it. you could do it. You want to take your home from zero to hero, just like that? Gemstone lights your ticket to the big leagues, brother. I'm, gonna do that <laughs> I'm not ready for that. I just like watching uh, the ad for the, the Super Bowl, or like the, not the Super Bowl, but like the, when it was like down to the four teams. <laughs> oh, uh, the, like the was we, up oh, ad? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the reel or whatever that we did. Yeah. Watching myself on that, I was like, Oh, you did a great job. I don't think I could ever become an actor. Like, I just don't think it's in the cards for me. It's you have to be classically trained. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, we started. We're, we're rolling right now. Oh man! Welcome. Um, I didn't know. What's it feel like being a famous podcaster? It's kind of changed my life, actually. You know, getting recognized in the grocery store now. Right. And uh, yeah, just well, it's been crazy. I think I think if you look at the stats, then we've got twenty four streams. Twenty four, it's nice. not bad. Nice. <laughs> you know, you start thinking about you know we got to think about ad revenue. We're probably gonna get some residual money coming in soon. You think That's so? People make money doing this stuff, don't they? I, I hear they do. Yeah, I don't know. I've twenty four views. <laughs> yeah. Who did you, you share something? with? Uh, so I, sh- I shared it with my wife and kids. That's it. Yeah. So the twenty four views probably did you share with your parents. No. What? Yeah. Sorry. That was well. No, I'm not. Don't say sorry. I don't care. I'm just surprised. Like that was the. I sent it to my parents. That was the best feedback I got. It was awesome. They were so really? excited about it. Yeah. That's funny. Like when I uh, in in one of my English courses uh, back in university uh, early on, one of, like an introductory in, uh, English class, the professor was like, "Whenever you have somebody proofread it, just make sure it's not your mom." <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I wasn't. I don't. I don't get it out to proofread. I'm just saying here, enjoy it. Yeah, that's true. And you know, dealing with parents, you know, you have to show them about six times how to download it or to find the. That article. was my concern. And, I was like, I don't know. know if my parents can do this. So I obviously I, I was at, I saw them on on Saturday, so I took their phones and subscribed to the podcast <laughs> on both their phones. Did you make them each give you a five star rating? Too? Of, of course. <laughs> I'm going to get our rankings up. The yeah. best way to do it. We're up there, guys. So, Yeah, so I shared it with only my family. And then I think my sis, my wife shared it with the in-laws as well. Okay. So it's only family related. I, I haven't shared it with my siblings yet, so maybe I should. Yeah. Do they, do they know about it? No. Yeah, I didn't share it with any, any of my siblings as well. Maybe you guys will get on this next episode. It will we'll broaden <laughs> it out. I don't know if, who's, if you got to search for the podcast, but we'll send you the link. Yeah. It's easy to find. Speaking of that, oh yeah, do we like the name? I, I think we need to throw it out to our audience, right? Because really, they're the ones that are going to have to endure it. We don't really look at the name because we're we're in the podcast. We're right? the fatherly faux pas. Fatherly faux pas. Is it s pas or faux so, pas? Yeah, I don't know. Is that a, can you pluralize that? I don't know. Well, Fa- fatherly an s faux on pas. It. Yeah, but it's French, so it's French. like a silent s. <laughs> you took French, didn't you? Not at all. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I. I stopped French in grade six. Well, didn't you say you went to Chinook Park? Yeah. That's French immersion. It was, but I was in the English class. So was I. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you remember like the uh, the judgment from the French classes? No. Towards the English classes? I don't. Oh, I felt judged all the time really? for not speaking French. Yeah. How long? What years did you go there? Uh, for years? I don't know. Like what grades? I, I did one to six. Oh, you did? Yeah. I was only, I think I was four and five, no, five and six there. Okay. Yeah, I was only five and six, Chinook Park. It's so funny that like you and I went to- That's crazy. The same elementary. I know. You went to Henry Wisewood as well, right? I did. Did you go to John Ware? I did not go to John Ware. I went to Milton Williams, which has been bulldozed. Oh yeah, it's gone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. Sweet. Okay, so. Do you know what AITA is? Artificial Intelligence? It's a BuzzFeed thing. Do you ever want to read BuzzFeed? So I did. Like it, and it would, it would just like absolutely inundate my feed. Like you click on one BuzzFeed and it's like, that's all you will ever get after that. This so guy's in pop culture. Let's just feed him all the stuff. The yeah. algorithm. What, anyways, AITA is M-I the asshole. A-hole. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, mom. A-hole. <laughs> So I had a situation on the weekend, yeah, and I I wanted to Scott decide am I the a hole? So yeah, let me break it down. For okay, you. on Friday, where Christy and I and the kids are going to Leth, or sorry, Christy and I and Hennessy are going to Lethbridge to watch Jaden's basketball game. Okay, we left work early. Game starts at six. Now I am pretty particular about what time I show up at the game. I like to be there at least a half hour early. I like to watch the full warm ups and everything. So everything was planned. We're on time. We're on the road, headed out there, and we get to about High River, and Christy starts panicking. Next to me, I was like, oh, no. I, I didn't really know. I just drive. And then she's like, I think I lost my I – don't, I don't think – I think I left my bag at home. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. So they're digging in the car. And then as I realize that we're going to have to realize and figure out where this bag is, I start fuming. My, my, my trigger starts going. Like – Really, I, like right away, you can tell that I'm pissed off. I, I can't even picture you being pissed off. Uh, this you're, is just, how, that, you're just fun this, guy. This is what I do. I, I appreciate that. This is what I do when I get triggered. So if I'm driving, I go 10 and 3, arms straight out, 
and I just floor it because <laughs> I'm so frustrated. <laughs> so she's like, pull over. So I'm jam on the brakes. No, stop. You know, pull over. She would look in the car. We don't have the bag. She brought four bags to go to Lethbridge. We're staying for one night, Brad. <laughs> one night. <laughs> now, obviously, they're not all suitcases. but I, And so I'm giving her the gears, like, do you need your purse? Like, So the bag that was missing is her purse. Yeah. And I'm there. Did she have her phone? Yes. Wallet? No. But you had your wallet? Yes. Okay. You guys go into a bar anywhere which might need her ID? I can't believe you said that because I was like, so now I'm at the point where, okay, we do the U-turn. We got, she needs the bag. We need the bag. So I'm driving 10 and three, flooring everything, just frustrated. And I started thinking, I was like, okay, do you really, I asked her, do you need your purse for this weekend trip? Yes. She says, I said, what do you need in your purse? I've got a wallet. Yeah. She says, well, your credit card's expired. I was like, okay, fine. Cause we have to stay in a hotel. Yeah. But the only thing that she brought up was her driver's license. Why the hell would she need her driver's license? I, I, I don't even know. Like, I, it baffles I, me. I can't even answer that. So we go on, and I, 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 I admit I was a bit of a dick. I was frustrated. I'm furious. I'm steaming because I think I'm going to be late. I think it's going to be the timing's not going to work. And so we're just driving back in silence. And as I'm thinking, I'm like, why do you have four bags? I'm trying to figure this out. Four bags. <laughs> and so I, I ask her, I said, why do, you, why do you need four bags to go to? Just wait. Can I, can I stop for a second? Chime in. When you asked that question right now, it sounded like just a simple, why did you bring four bags? But what was your tone? Was it like, why the hell did you bring four bags? <laughs> no, I don't think I cursed at all, but more of a, you can tell, you know, when you're talking through gritted teeth. <laughs> and, anyways, so, so then she's like, I didn't bring four bags. I have my makeup bag, my bag. I have my, what other bag did she say? Some other, some other bag, but she said blank bag. Blank. I was like, that's three bags. The last bag is called a fanny pack or a purse, whatever. It's still a bag, four bags. So yes, I was a, a bit of a jerk, I think, but very frustrated. And then, and then I find out Tatum wasn't with us. She's coming later that evening. Oh. Now you would have thought when I said, Christy, do you need your bag? It would have processed in her mind saying, okay, I, I don't really, I'm not, I need my driver. And then I asked her, where are you driving that you're going to need your driver's license? I'm like, what, yeah. what are you talking we're, about? We're together in the same vehicle the whole weekend. So I think she was flustered because she was, she didn't want to be late either. Yeah. And she was mad herself for getting the bag. I, I could see that. Like Sheila, if she forgot something, would drive her crazy. Whether she needed that thing or not. But it's yeah. just from the fact that she forgot it would drive her crazy. So the question comes down to, Am I the a-hole? Well, I almost feel like I need to talk to Christy to figure oh this goodness. out. I think I need more context. <laughs> Why? So did you did you drive all the way back and grab the bag and go yes. and, and then you made it to the game? Were you late for the game? No, that's the other thing. So we were actually 10 minutes early. Yeah. <laughs> In the end, so it How all fast were you driving? Pretty fast. Yeah, okay. Because I was, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was pretty and, fast. And so I, I, I'm, I'm trying to place myself in the vehicle on this drive just to see like if I were fly on the wall. Well, Hennessy was that fly on the wall in the back and yeah. she was like, shut up dad. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Like, so that's what, I, that's what I was going to ask. Was drop there a lot of, yeah. was there a lot of like, drop it dad talking? Cause, cause when I get mad, it's like silence. Oh yeah. No, there wasn't silence. It, it, it's funny whenever like, and you can always picture, I always vision like the times when I got triggered and my kids will remember this too. Like, 
it seems to be always when I'm driving, but it, I, I get so furious and they can tell the way I drive because I'm, I'm a fantastic driver, but I get real jerky. <laughs> I'm jerking like this, you know. I feel like Kramer on Seinfeld in the back of the <laughs> you know? That's how I drive. Yeah. So I get it. The kids can realize right away that I'm pissed off. So ultimately, you had a right to be upset. I think I was very right. I think you had a right to be upset. Now, if that continued on through the game and and, going, yeah. and he just you know let it linger, yeah, I, I, that, that borders on becoming an a-hole for sure. So the luckily, lucky thing is that Chris and I both came to our senses right around, call it Okotoks, on the way back. Okay. From there, it was a great weekend. <laughs> But four bags, Brad. That sounds like about 40, 50 minutes at most of tension. It, it was. That's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. For a whole weekend, it's yeah. pretty good. No, I, I, I would not say you're an a-hole in that situation then. If you were fuming all the way back to Lethbridge yeah. and it spoiled the game and enjoying watching your daughter play basketball, yeah, then it would have been excessive. Yeah. yeah. We're going to have to follow up next week with Christy and find out what the hell what she thought of it. <laughs> so you went snowboarding yesterday. Tell yeah. me about it. It was amazing. Uh, I mean, so I've, I've given up on resorts. Oh, okay. So you're backcountry again. Backcountry. Okay. Resorts are too expensive. All right. Like $150 for a lift ticket now. Yeah. And, uh, and, and what do you get? Like, I mean, on a Monday, you wouldn't get lift lines yeah. uh, here in Alberta. That's really not an issue. Yeah. Um, but you're, like... You're never getting fresh lines at a resort these days anymore, unless you're like super lucky, or if you live in Banff or something like that, and you can get there immediately after a snowfall. Can you, if you go, like, what time do they open? Like, if you wanted to go to a resort, do you have to be like super early? Is that totally? The, yeah, like it. I remember some great days at Kicking Horse, mm -hmm. where I was there at eight thirty in the morning okay. on the first gondola. Yeah, amazing, right? That's tough to do, and uh, and and with with like a regular joe schmo schedule like i have yeah. it's it's almost impossible to get good snow at a resort so i've okay. given up on resorts went back country um so we went out to an area um just past lake louise and it's called dolomite it's really cool because it's named after the dolomites in italy okay rocks are all pink except for the cover is dolomite a person no the, the dolomites are like a mountain range ah, in okay. italy and they're they're like known for their pink hue so yeah anyway so so we Climb up this mountain yesterday, and, and the views are just phenomenal when yeah. you get up there. There's, uh, there's you know, like with backcountry skiing, I, I've done cat skiing as well. Yeah. Cat skiing is, is great because, like, you don't have to no climb effort, up. Right? Yeah, yeah. So you just get powder skiing all day long. Yeah. But it's way more expensive than resort skiing. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is a better value, in my opinion. Okay. But with the backcountry skiing, it's one of those things where you have to be somebody who enjoys hiking up and enjoys the experience of climbing because you're not getting a whole lot of turns on the way down so okay i got questions but let's, ask ask away so, how long do you hike like like let's because okay we've got a trip scheduled yeah. i'm going to try backcountry snowboarding oh i love so that i'm trying to get some ideas of what is involved yeah i can't wait um <laughs> so so this trip was a little bit longer uh, we maybe could have parked a little bit closer, but Highway 93 is tough because it's a pretty narrow highway. Yeah. And so it's best to park in like a parking lot as opposed to like just pulling over to the side of the road. Okay. Uh, so the approach took us about two hours and then we had about an hour of like straight up climbing. So the approach is like getting to the mountain where you want to go up. So exactly. So we're, we're going, yeah, pretty flat. We're going across like um, 
basically a creek bed yeah. through the woods. And, and that's the thing, like hiking through the woods is way more tricky than like when you get up into the alpine and it's just snow. So is it path? Like do you have a trail or are you just bushwhacking it? Yeah, these days there's almost always what they call a skin track. Okay. So a skin I track is where things. other people have gone yeah. before you, right? And so in fact, as we got to the base of the mountain, it was like converging skin tracks all over the place okay. and uh, trying to find our way up became a little bit challenging <laughs> just to find which track to follow right yeah. but have you been there before no this was our first time and so it took way longer so yeah. we we were probably see we, we parked at about 10 30 we didn't get to the top till about probably about 2 30 actually uh -huh. so about four hours of climbing and so when you're climbing is it like exhaustion climbing like where you can't have a conversation or is it like uh there's moments like that yeah yeah there's moments like that I, the, the approach absolutely not we're having great conversation yeah because you're on relatively flat ground but once you start climbing up um, conversation starts to tail off. And then, so, will you have skins on your, you have split board? Yep. And then yep. you have skins the whole time, or is it only when you get on the vertical? No, you have them the whole time. Oh man, there's nothing worse than trying to climb even the slightest elevation without skins on. I can, well, I, for sure I know, because, well, I don't know, but uh, in grade nine, we had outdoor ed, and we had to do stupid cross-country skiing. Yeah. I remember such a battle, who knew about waxes, but trying to get enough wax that you go fast, but enough wax or uh, whatever, yeah. waxing, walk and ski as well. Totally. It's a, it's a fine balance, right? So yeah. um, skins make all the difference. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're, you're there hour in, two hours in, two hours up. How long? Yeah, two hours in, two hours up. That's about what it was. Yeah. And all for, tell me how long the ride went down was. Well, so that's funny you should ask because like normally this ride would have taken us maybe 45 minutes down. So it's a good long run. It's yeah. not like uh, um, like a COP type run by yeah. any means. But um, uh, it, it this run took longer because there was a cliff band yeah. that we didn't know about. And so I'm coming down and all of a sudden it, you, you can tell there's a cliff band coming up because the treetops just stop. So okay. you're, you're looking out and all of a sudden you can't see treetops anymore and you know that there's got to be a cliff bend. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, crap, what do I do? And I was too far down to be able to like go left or right. Because you, do you traversing? Yeah. So, you, so to try to traverse around the, yeah. the cliff band. And so I just ended up going straight down this gully right to this cliff band. And, and uh, I had to like unstrap and climb down this cliff face. How big of a cliff was it? Uh, it was probably... I don't know, because like where I was climbing down, it, 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 like there was, it was not like a sheer cliff. Yeah. So it wasn't like, I, I didn't need ropes or anything like that. But I, I climbed down probably about 20 feet. Could you not have launched it off of that thing? Isn't it powder at the bottom? You, you think, right? But the problem is that uh, it, it depends on, on where you're at. But this, this cliff band right at the bottom are trees. Yeah. And so like, you don't want to just huck into trees. <laughs> Anywhere where you have to like make a sharp turn right after. And when I get down, so there had been an avalanche fairly recently and okay. it had scrubbed all the snow off. So there was like literally gravel oh. at the bottom of this cliff bend. It was, it was, yeah, very surprising. So it's climbed down. The, no, were you by yourself? So, uh, yeah, I kind of got separated from the oh, group. We were with four, four people. Okay. I would never go and ride stuff like this by myself. But yeah, uh, yeah so there, we were four people and I kind of got separated from the group. We had radio, so I was okay. able to like communicate back and forth. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I told him like 
don't follow my track. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cliff. You'll be hiking. And they ended up on on a separate cliff band. Like it, it, it's a cliff band kind of goes across yeah. the mountain, right? So they they ended up further to the north and still ended up on it. And so, how quickly did you guys re? Or you not until we got to the road. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So you just shred your shred solo. And... Yeah. Yep. Yep. Hmm. How so, was the snow? It was really good uh, up until about like certain elevation point where it gets like we've had a really bad snow year this year. Okay. Um, so we haven't had nearly as much snow. Normally we would have about a meter more snow than we do right now. And if you think about a meter, like that's that much snow. So you think about all the small trees growing in a forest that are about a meter tall. Yeah. And now they're just obstacles on your way down. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so I, I would say the last quarter of the run was a little bit dicey as far as like navigating through yeah. trees and brush and stuff. But uh, yeah, some really good turns. Great trip. Good times. Yeah. It's like, even if it totally sucks and it's a, just a terrible experience, it's, it's fun because it's just, just the adventure. Mountain man. You just like to be in the mountains. I love it. Yeah, I love it. So from your trip, tell me one, uh, a, something you think you can relate from your trip, your skiing trip, snowboarding trip, whatever it is called, yeah. to parenting. Since it's a parenting podcast. Oh, man. Cliff bands. Cliff bands. <laughs> Watch out for unexpected cliff bands because you never know when uh, your kid's going to throw you a curveball, you yeah. know? Okay. Uh, What's a curveball that you may have gotten? Well, I mean, it depends on the stage, right? I, I think back to like temper tantrums in, in the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like they want the sugar cereal and you say no. And all of a sudden they're like on the sprawled ground. out on the ground. And, <laughs> you know, like that's a curveball, right? What do, you, what do you do in that situation? How do you navigate around that? And mm. uh, it, it can be tricky. And, and uh, I think every parent has a different approach. Yeah. Um, Sheila and I tended to scare our kids straight a little bit, you know? <laughs> You're gonna somebody's gonna steal you if you keep crying. Yeah, yeah. We, we'll leave you here. <laughs> We're gonna call time out. <laughs> Don't maybe count to three. One, one. There's not a lot of timeouts. We did count to three, but uh, that's a tough one because you, you can't use that in in a grocery store because you can't really follow through yeah. when you say three, right? But well, whoever follows follows through. Like, what happens at, when they reach three? Yeah, I, we would send them to the room, right? <laughs> Which, what do you do? Like, you're stuck in the cart? Yeah, I don't know. That Take it back a, to the car. Yeah, I think, like, when my dad's move was, his move was just to get the belt, get the belt, start taking right? the belt off. And that was like, you knew right away. That'll the work. Belt, That's right? the thing. You can't do that in a grocery store. You can't. I don't know. You can do it anymore. I, I, you definitely can't do it anymore. <laughs> but definitely not in a grocery store. <laughs> I threatened the belt a few times. Yeah, I did because this is what we grew up with, right? Yeah, what's about our style? I never used the belt, and so literally, like the second or third time I took my belt off, my kids just laughed. <laughs> they called my bluff right away, so I was like, yeah. "What are you doing, Dad?" <laughs> did so? Did your parents do the same thing? My my mom no. was all about the wooden spoon. Yes, yeah. My dad was about taking the belt off. No, uh, to be honest, uh, my dad was never very physical yeah at all i i might have got a spank once or twice but i don't think that yeah i mean i don't think i was ever whipped for like punishment but he would chase me around and yeah okay okay i've got friends that like their dad actually whipped them with the belt like really welts and the whole nine yards right i'm I'm fortunate that that did not happen but it's amazing how, how how different like punishment is and stuff like i'm thinking when when i was in school i was well 
Um, I went to Chinook Park, or not, I went to Calgary Academy before I went to Chinook Park. Oh, okay. And that school, if you got in trouble, you had to go to the wall. And there was a corner in the, in the classroom. We had to go to the wall, put your nose against the wall, and put your hands up and stand facing the wall. Wow. That was your punishment. Wow. And it's crazy. Like the how wall of shame. Was. Hey? It was the like... wall of shame. Because <laughs> you had to go back, walk around your class, go to the wall, and you're standing oh, like man. this. And I remember all the time, I was like, okay, just pretend your arms are down, pretend your arms are down, and just your dead, tired, hanging up like that. Old Calgary Academy. That's Beautiful. crazy, hey? Yeah. Yeah, I never had an experience like that in school, that's for sure. <laughs> Capital punishment. Court punishment. I, I had a teacher that threw chalk. Oh, yeah. He'd get mad and he would throw chalk at, at kids, but it was pretty easy to dodge. Mm. It wasn't a very good aim. <laughs> so on your snowboarding trip, did you like do all the uh, like avalanche safety? Did you like a shovel shear test and uh, do that stuff? To be perfectly honest, we didn't. Okay. Um, we, we didn't do – like we didn't dig a pit. Yeah. But we're always analyzing the snow. Like okay. the whole time you're walking up, you're – sticking your pole in you're watching for cracking yeah so if you see like as you're walking along on the snow if you see like crack shooting off yeah that's a really bad sign right or wumping is another term they use which is wumping 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 okay. it's like it's a sound right so if you hear like a wump then you know that the snow is settling and that's a that's a dangerous sign as well right so you're you're always paying attention yeah and and like you can kind of get a feel for the snowpack with your pole right so as you're pulling up um, you can feel like there's a crusty layer underneath the soft layer on top. Yeah. And, and, then, and then if you can break through that crusty layer and it's like really soft stuff underneath, yeah. that's dangerous, right? Because um, that soft stuff underneath is not supportive for, yeah. that, for those layers on top. And so if that all goes and it, it shears up. Yeah. And then you're looking for like signs of avalanches, right? So we saw a number of avalanches that had been triggered in the last probably week or so. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, all of that you're... Just you can really friggin' this whole story, we can come and angle it to parenting. So when you're parenting, what are the, some of the signs that you're looking at for your kids <laughs> when you're out traversing the trails of, of their life and, and raising them? Like what, what are some of the signs that you looked out for? Oh man. Can yeah. you even think of it? I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think right now what I'm thinking of. <laughs> so it, it, as it is in the back country, preparation is key, right? And, and understanding what to look for. Yeah. And I don't think you can do that without spending time with your kids, mm -hmm. right? So if you don't spend time with your kids, you won't notice changes in your kids, Yeah. right? You won't notice when something is slightly off with your kids, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and so that for sure was, was you know, when, when your kids got to be teenagers, like looking for signs of them being um, kind of reclusive or whatever, or withdrawn or whatever. Yeah. Um, those, those, those would be signs that you're looking for. Right. And, 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 and how can, how can we help you? All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I found, you know, you're exactly right in, in spending time with your kids. And, and what I try to do is always spend time with my kids doing what they wanted to do. Uh, so whether yeah. it was sports or, or playing games or whatever it was, it was always not, that wasn't like take them. Okay. Let's go shovel the driveway or, or something like that. It's like, let's go do what you want to do and let me just be a part of that. To be honest, I had a hard time with that. Okay. Because uh, I'm very passionate about the things that I enjoy doing Yeah. and, and how I spend my free time. And so I, I really tried to push my kids into the things that I wanted to do. Okay. Which was a mistake, right? Yeah. Um, our best success was trying to give our kids as many different varieties of things to do and yeah. find out what it is that they enjoy doing. And, and I don't know how well you know my second son, Seth. Not very he's, well. He's, he's pretty quiet. Okay. And um, 
with him in particular, doing doing the stuff that I wanted to do, like he was so eager to please. He wanted to to be good at these things that I really enjoyed. Yeah. But it was also frustrating for him because it wasn't something he was passionate about, right? Mm-hmm. So when you go out snowboarding or mountain biking, yeah. it just wasn't his thing. And it was frustrating for him because he wanted to please me, but he wasn't enjoying it, you know? Yeah. And uh, and so um, as I got to be a better parent, taking the time to listen to him and, and be interested in the things he was interested in. And, and he was interested in video games, okay. which is definitely not my thing. <laughs> Um, and so taking the time to understand like what the appeal of Pokemon was to him and he like he is such a great gamer yeah he just understands gaming on such a different level <laughs> and to like get into that he would open up right like he would he would talk your ear off for yeah. hours about video games once you kind of got in there right and and those were the best moments as a parent yeah, that was far better than having him follow me down a hill on a mountain bike, yeah. and you know, not really enjoying himself because they're just talking about themselves and it, things that they love. Totally, totally. And, and yeah. I, I, so with your girls, like, what kind of stuff were you? Well, it was fun doing. Like, like, were you like doing tea parties and stuff and oh, yeah. makeup dressing oh, up? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because having makeup, three girls is totally different, right? Yeah, we did makeup. We played a, a like a lot of games. You know, Barbies. Well, actually, no, we didn't play Barbies, but. I don't know if that's really girly, girl stuff, but like each one of my kids, we gave them each like right away. We put them into like the like soccer, basketball, yeah. and dance. Kind of each three. Well, actually, only the first two. But like Jaden, she knew right away she was all about team sports. That was her jam. Yeah, she didn't like dance too much. Yeah, um, she was awesome at it. No, I don't know. <laughs> Got a couple of pictures. Um, but but yeah, but she right away she knew that that sports is where where her jam was right. she loved it so that was easy for me to, to buy into that because i loved that as well tatum she did awesome at team sports like phenomenal athlete basketball soccer but then dance that so just was awesome at dance yeah and she knew right away that dance was her jam and that was it and that was one thing that was hard for chris and i because especially yeah for chris and i because she had never been around dance at all like ever where I grew up with it because my two sisters were ah, in dance. Right, right. So I knew the commitment it takes, you know, going over every night and, you know, having to drive drive to dance every night. And so that was a big thing, the commitment. But it's funny, you don't really know how to cheer for a dancer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you get to watch, you know, of all, you get to go to the recitals. I've been to thousands of recitals, it feels like. But you go to recitals. Hey, Rev! Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Because <laughs> they get, yeah. Anyways, you go to, and you, you watch them dance for, uh, you know, one or two minutes, the routine, and it, it's awesome and they love it, but it's just such a short of performance. Yeah. Um, what really goes into dance is the, the prep before and after. It's, it's crazy. The commitment that they put into to learn these numbers. And... I, I got a glimpse into that. I used to do, like, I was a photographer for okay. 18 years and I did dance photography. Yeah. And what I started out doing was like black and white candid shots of kids in the classroom setting. Okay. So I got to be like part of these dance Flying classes. the wall watching it. It was awesome because like I would walk in and the girls were like, it's go time, like show off time. And they yeah. would like, I, I, I was blown away. I loved it, right? Yeah. Like watching these girls do these incredible moves. Yeah. Uh, they're so, like it, it's such an athletic That's endeavor, right? Like, yeah, like it's crazy how athletic it is. And yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, so... But yeah, so in interactions, I mean, I did everything from makeup to playing store to, you know, we did everything. I just, I was happy to play. 
Yeah. And I think, I, and I always was happy to play. And that was the, you know, whether we, we'd do anything, whatever they wanted to do, really. It was kind of up to them. Yeah. No, that, that, I think that is a key, right? Is spending time. And now, now it's a, hey, kids, you want to come run errands with dad? <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, sometimes we'll get them on a good, good day. They'll come run errands with me, but. You know, you know, dad errands like on a Saturday when you're just like, I'm just going to leave the house for a bit. Don't even know what I'm going to do. <laughs> Go to the hardware store for a bit. Maybe wash the car, take the cans, but you know, just stuff like that. Yeah, Sheila's asked me, how, how do you spend so much time in a Home Depot? <laughs> I really walk. It's just like I, when I grocery shop, I walk every aisle. Princess Auto? Did you ever go to Princess Auto? I took my dad there this Christmas. Yeah. And he was like, this place is awesome. <laughs> like, he totally. loved it. Yes, yeah. I heard of Princess Auto. It is, he, uh, it it is was, such it a hilarious. weird and wonderful place. There's just so much stuff in there. It's yeah, it's random. such a broad range of random stuff. Like stuff you didn't know you needed until you saw it on the shelf at Princess Auto. And then Auto. you're like, I, I want that. <laughs> I don't need it. I want it. Yeah. Where do we go from here, Corey? <laughs> We've got a lull in our the conversation. The pauses are good, though, because they, they get cut out in the uh, editing, the post-edit. Oh no, is this recording still? Still recording. 34 minutes. We're good. <laughs> this is too long. <sighs> You're telling me. Man. Okay, so let's talk podcast strategy. Yeah. The name, I rate it, I'm going to rate it a 6.5. Okay. What is your rating of it? I, I think that that's a fair rating. I, I like, so I, I told Ella and Sheila about it. Yeah. And uh, they both gave it a thumbs down. So I, I don't know where that is on like the, the scale out of 10, but. But it was a thumbs down from both of them. But uh, I, I think it's something that could potentially grow on people, yeah. you know? I think I, I'm okay with it for right now. Yeah. We'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. Um, what, what, one of the things I'm curious about too is just seeing how the podcast evolves. Yeah. And, and do we need to revisit the name, right? And the other question is how structured do we need to get? Because to be honest, the research I've done, you should really plan out episodes. <laughs> I told you that not more than 40 minutes ago. I have no plan today. I'm feeling a little nervous. I know. And I offered it to you. I said, you know, we don't have to record. We can put this <laughs> in the can. But we stuck with it. And I, But okay, so we've got that. The other thing we need to worry about is consistency. I was just going to say, we stuck with it today, Corey. I know. Consistency. And, and this is something we've taught as parents all the time. Am I right? Right. Yes. You want to be consistent. Like, did your kids ever want to quit their sports? Oh, yes, of course. Right? Yeah. And what, what do you tell them? You know, don't, we said no. <laughs> <laughs> We're too deep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I think there was the time, I can't remember if there was ever like, I want to quit. There was always a night where they didn't want to go to practice. Yeah. Um, well, actually, never Jaden. Really, hey? I always want to go to practice, no matter what it was. But I would say the same about Ella, actually, in basketball. Yeah. Maybe it's, it was a basketball thing, but maybe. But it was the same, like, because Jada played soccer up until grade ten. Soccer was her sport. Oh wow! And then she switched to basketball, but either one. Um, you know, you know, I don't, I don't say that, that anybody ever wanted to quit, but there are always the times where, like, I don't feel like going tonight. Yeah, yeah. And you're, and a lot of times, I would say, well, you made a commitment to your team, or you made a commitment to your teachers. Yeah, you should fulfill that commitment. Totally. And leave it up to leave it up to them to decide to, where to go from there. Yeah, actually, J- Hennessy's got a basketball game tonight. We're gonna hit a hit up. That's nice. exciting. Seven nice. fifteen, seven thirty for Centennial. I, I I miss that. Oh, 
I don't know what we're gonna do when we don't follow basketball. Like go to go to games. It, it, like I, I miss that. I, so Spencer and Seth played roller hockey. Okay. For a number of uh, springs uh, yeah. in a row, and it, it, like it, it was such a rec league. Like it was it was not competitive. Like it was it was pretty chill and laid back. But uh, it was just so much fun to watch my kids out there. They were fully invested, right? Yeah. And uh, and and they were fully committed. Just watching that. Out of your kids, like I, I don't think there's anything more satisfying. Yeah, nothing than better than watching your kids doing something they enjoy. Yeah, like that's the best. Totally. So, uh, Ella, we spent the most time watching because she was like very much invested into basketball. Okay. And yeah. so, uh, I, I, yeah, I just I miss watching her play. Yeah, that's it's funny. Like the you're like growing up. Well, not growing up. When your kids grow up, you're they they get in their sports and whatever sport they're in, whatever team they're on, that's kind of your friend circle. Like for Chrissy and I. Mm, not for us. Really? Because we <laughs> yeah. spent, well, Jane was soccer. We spent so much time with these parents. Yeah. That they were our friends. That's who we hang out with all the time. It was, it was awesome. And then she switched and it's kind of changed into a basketball crew. And it's, you don't find the same way? So, like, Sheila and I are not the same kind of social creatures as most people are. And so, yeah. And, and it, we never had like the same group of parents that we were always with. Yeah. With uh, especially with Ella's basketball, like she was always on different teams, and um, and so it, it, I, I never felt all that close to the yeah. other parents on the team. I, I don't know. I, I always felt like I was missing out though, because I, I knew other parents were getting, were getting <laughs> together and hanging out, and yeah. we were not involved. But I don't know. Yeah, we did do a lot of hanging out. It was just mostly at the events. We were friends with them. Yeah, yeah. Chris and I don't. I'm not big hanging outers either. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there, there seems to be a bit of a. Um, Almost like a click in the basketball scene oh, yeah. in Calgary. I think there's there's definitely clicky. And yeah. we were never like in, in there in the group. Oh, never. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's that's quite common, in the, especially if you get into the the more elite levels. Yes, it gets really political and really oh, man. clicky. Yes, which sucks. We we had no time for that. Mm-hmm. So I know uh, I play men's league basketball. So oh, yeah. we had a game last night. Yeah. The, so with the gemstone crew we play. Oh yeah, and, and, how'd uh, that go? Are you are you repping gemstone crowd uh, or what? Well, let's just say I started. <laughs> there was only five players. Cons- consistency. <laughs> There's no subs, but I got the start. Um, no, I'm bad. Like it, it's funny. You think you're okay at basketball? Yeah. Like I coached it. I've been around it my whole life. Totally, you have. But I'm horrible. Like I turn them all over all the time and make bad decisions. When we're done here, we'll go to the court here <laughs> go in, warm up. in the shop. Yeah. You and I play one-on-one and you will feel a lot better <laughs> about yourself. Well, so we were playing this team. This is actually last week. And uh, it, men's league is, is a different, like it's crazy. And some people really think that they're going to make a college. They're, they're like getting recruited for college or MBA. <laughs> and they go all out. And we're like division F. So, <laughs> anyways, we had like you're, you're a bunch of guys that have to work the next day, right? Like, yes, we're not. You don't like, get to ice up and foul out of the game, and <laughs> so uh, it was a testy game, and the there was multiple technicals called, and at the end of the game, about 20 seconds left. I've never seen this before in a game in my life. About 20 seconds left, one of the players from the other team gets the ball, and he just starts walking. Game over. Because they called the game early. Yeah. Just walks over and challenges one of our teammates. Like, okay, right now, one-on-one. Because they were battling all night. <laughs> Guy's like, what are you talking about? We want to play one-on-one? For, for what? And these are the type of people that these two players, they had their girlfriends and wives there. 
yeah. at a men's league game. And they're cheering, chanting defense, and <laughs> really odd. <laughs> we crushed them. And that was the best part is that we beat them. We're just like scoreboard. <laughs> but I've never seen somebody get so agitated to really challenge a, another player on a one-on-one game after a full basketball game. What the hell's going on with these people? So Sheila, um, she she played basketball growing up. Okay, and uh, it was it was her her passion, and she joined like a rec league with her sister. I don't know. This was like fifteen years ago now, probably. Yeah. And uh, Sheila's one of those passionate people. Okay, okay. <laughs> she challenged somebody one on one, and uh, she she <laughs> she was just pushing the envelope all game. Okay, and some other girl got in her face during the game. And uh, and Sheila will not back down. This is one of the things I love it. I love it. You never Sheila. see that in her. Totally, she's five foot Ever, one. Yeah, and like she's she's pretty demure and and uh, you know on, on like a, a social level, she seems very I don't know just pleasant and cheerful all the yeah. time, right? Yeah. But like you push her, and she is going to push back. That's and uh, so at this game, I, I I went and watched one game, and uh, like there was almost a parking lot brawl after. <laughs> it was hilarious. And she loved every minute of it. That's weird. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Basketball brings out the best in people, right? <laughs> yeah, it does uh, bring out the best. It gets the competitiveness out of you. I, I miss being competitive, actually. That's something that I miss in my life. Yeah. Overrated. <laughs> <laughs> As he talks about smashing his other team. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, true. No, yeah, it's just a, the basketball is fun. We, we, the, we never have enough people, though. Ever. Right. right. So frustrating. Like, if you're going to sign up for a league, show some commitment to your teammates and show the hell up. Like you told your kids growing up. Like I told my kids. I practice what I preach, Brad. Don't mess around. (laughs) And the other thing, the last night's game, I was in friggin' Boness watching Hennessy's game. We got a text. We got a game in 45 minutes. No way. I drop everything to go support my team. I ditched my daughter and wife. I was like, I'm out. (laughs) Oh, man. Support the team. Yeah. Consistency. I like it. So we'll, we're just going to keep doing this. That's it. Okay, so we got one recording. We're going to plan out, though, a little better next time. When are we going to post? Thursdays? Thursdays we'll post. Yeah. Boom. So Great content. Uh, anything else to add? Final notes? Uh, I, n- nothing I no, can think no of. No final note. I don't have a final note either. But we're looking for some cool ways to spice up the game here, make some entertainment. Um in the comments, if there's comments anywhere, if yeah. you can, I think you can comment on podcasts. I hope so. Get in touch with us. Tell us what you want to hear. Funny stories. I mean, I was it, so that's the other thing. <laughs> I was funny with Christiane. She starts telling me how to plan for my podcast. Yeah, I don't plan, so it's really hard. <laughs> but maybe plan I either because she's like, you should start thinking about write, jot down ideas, and when you think of a funny story, write it down. Get ready to tell yeah. it because I had a whole list of stories. In my head. I love your stories, man. But I'm not ready going. We go, we'll save them for the next episode. Sounds good. Yeah. We didn't even talk about what I wanted to talk about earlier. I told you the... Uh, um, I already forgot about the it. The whole thing about uh, superhero movies. We were oh, going to do a bit of a backstory today. Superhero I think, movies. I think everyone's learned a little bit more about you and I, but... Uh, oh, yeah. We should maybe do... Let's just... Okay. So, this is another... So, I, I see a therapist. And yeah. the therapist, his comment was great. First off, we sit down and... Uh, I'd never seen him before. This is I just went to him probably in December. It was the first time I ever seen a therapist. Yeah. And we sit down, we're like introducing ourselves. I was like, I was like, hey, I'm Corey. And I was like, who are you? Or you know, introduce yourself. I was like, I'm Nick. I was like, okay, what do I call you? 
I was like, I'm not going to call you a doctor because you're not a doctor, you're a therapist. <laughs> That's why I broke the ice. But um, so I was like, tell me about yourself. Sell me on why I should keep coming to see you. Yeah. It's like, I'm happy to do that, but I don't want to get into my stories because I'd rather have them come out organically. I like so that. So same thing. I like that. Let's have them come out organically. Yeah, you want to learn more about Corey and Brad? You just got to stay tuned. Watch, like, subscribe, <laughs> and give us a follow. Got the plug. Nice. Um, should we give a shout out to our sponsor? Yeah, absolutely. Always appreciative of Gemstone Lights. Um, great product. Great company to work for. Also a great company to be associated with. It's, it's uh, yeah, just a great, great overall atmosphere here. So. Just like our podcast, Gemstone Lights brings joy, brings joy every day. I like it. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> I'm not doing that again this time. <laughs> uh, stop the camera. 46 minutes.